Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM, The Voice. I'm Ken Lewis on staff with FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, on staff here in Idaho. And our guests today on Heart of the Athlete are uh, all the way uh, from down the hall, right? David Schaefer, who is on staff here. (laughs) It's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete. Great to be here. You bet. And also the former host of the Heart of the Athlete. Pastor Tom Doherty. Tom, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. Welcome back. It's good to be back, Ken. It's good to have David uh, with us, too. David came a long way. I see him. Must be about yeah, six steps to your office. <laughs> uh, it took me about a half hour to get here. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were pretty slow in moving. But, uh, well, Kenny, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you guys. And uh, it's kind of become kind of a little tradition as we uh, the three of us get together over the last several years and mm-hmm. get together and talk about uh, some fun things that we have in our life and, and many people in the Treasure Valley, and that is uh, talking about uh, football, specifically Boise State football. And uh, boy, how, how long have you guys been fans of Boise State football? Well, I've been fans since high, high school, which is to be about 50, 50 years ago, 52 years ago. But uh, since moving back to Boise 35 years ago, I've had season tickets the whole time. Yeah, I, I started going to the Boise State games, I don't know, maybe when I was 10, 10, 12 years old or, or so, you know, so it, it's been a while. Yeah. A lot of a lot of fond memories of yeah. going to those games and yeah, and uh, yeah, just been something that I, I think is just built over time. And then, yeah. you know, I think a lot of fans really latched on when Kellen, the Kellen Moore and Chris mm-hmm. Peterson years and, mm-hmm. you know, when you taste success like that, you know, there's yeah. a lot of... But, but yeah, I got more standing fans. How I about you, more. Ken? How, how long have you been? Well, yeah, you know, I remember my dad first taking me to games, I think in 71 or 72. I remember going to a BSU Humboldt State game yep. and, and uh, you know, some of those Long Beach States. And I can't remember, you know, and of course, the big, all those big sky schools and stuff like that. So I remember and then listening on the radio. Yep. On Saturday afternoons, uh, in our front yard, my brother and I throwing the football around, listening to the radio, or occasionally watching. I remember watching the Camellia Bowl early mm-hmm. on, and and uh, on the TV, and and uh, you know, hearing all about you know Jim McMillan and the Holt brothers, and and Hut and and uh, Ron Emery, and and then of course uh, the eighty championship run and of course they were they were super talented in 79 but they were had sanctions that year i think or something so they couldn't go in the playoffs and then in 81 when isu Idaho state and pocatello won it bsu i think lost in the semis that year so that that was that those jim craner years it was quite a run and then the skip hall years and so yeah i i i've, I've told the story on here before i think with skip hall but i i was in athletic training at at the time and i was doing a couple i was over there twice a week in spring ball when Skip Hall was a coach. And um, so it was after wrestling season at NNU, and then I'd travel over. And, and I remember, you know, Skip was having, you know, at the end of practice, he had like Steve Largent come talk to the team, you know, or Jim Zorn, you know. And I was like, man, what is this? This is amazing, you know. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, so that's some of my experiences with that. And so, but uh, what's, what's, one of your, what's one of your most memorable Boise State Football moments, Tom. 
Oh man, there's a there's a lot of them. Years ago, when and Jim McMillan and and those guys played, I, there was so many. John Smith, the incredible fast, tall receiver. And, yeah. I mean, I remember some of those things, but the comebacks and I think all of Kellen's years, uh, there, it was all pretty memorable, mm-hmm. you know. But the Colorado State game, where we were so far, yeah, uh, so behind, far behind, and we were Dave and I were talking this about this off the air and how mm-hmm. they came roaring back. That was certainly a memory. Yeah. What about you, Dave? What's one of your most memorable Boise State? Football moments. Well, I remember when Oregon came to came to Bronco Stadium, yes. and that was fun. That was. I mean, I remember. I mean, and if you've if you've been to a game at, at Boise State, you know this. I mean, it's just a special place to see a game. I mean, past the field, it's just the mm-hmm. just the whole the the, the, the tailgating yeah. the just the atmosphere is, is electric. But I remember walking into that stadium. And it was electric. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the whole yeah. game. Yeah. And uh, you know that was the game where, where there was the punch, the, the Garrett punch. Yep. yep. And you know that whole thing happened, but you know which kind of took away a little bit from the game. Yeah. Which was just a. I mean, it was it was kind of one of those weird dog fights of a game. Nineteen eight, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. a real low scoring game. And but they didn't get a first down until the third no, quarter. Remember yeah. that? No. Oh, we were. I mean, our, our defense Dollar. was just oh, yeah. on just on that fire. safety and yeah. And and but I just remember that that experience just being electric. Yeah. And I don't think I've been to a game that yeah. that has matched that electricity. Yeah. Of I think you're right. Exciting I, I low scoring right. game. Yeah, there was that seven six. BYU game, which that was a crazy game. Yeah. I I think for me, I remember remember the first time we played BYU here, and there was that field goal at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I think that was the loudest that I've ever heard when they're going setting up because there was a couple timeouts, I think, Uh and they go and then they miss that field goal. And uh, that stadium was, it was. You know, yeah. going crazy into those kick, the end of the end of the play, and then it's so loud. And yeah. then, but I remember that kicker from BYU. He was a tough, tough he was player. Good. He was making yeah. a he lot of a, hits yeah. on special teams. Remember <laughs> I that? Remember that guy? Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't know that for some reason that game and how loud it yeah. was that game. And that was different. That was not the seven six game. Yeah. So. Yeah, but a lot of lot of good games in that, and a lot of great memories, and you know. I remember for scratching my knuckles on the the ceiling of my mom's house during the Boise State the first Fiesta Bowl oh, yeah. against Oklahoma. You know, I I remember just jumping up and I scratched my knuckles on her ceiling and you know there, it's it's just so fun because there's so many great memories of um you know and it, and it is you know it's kind of silly that we get so excited about a game but I think that it's great yeah. too, you know, yeah. that there's something about oh, yeah. being part of you see the team and you know, it's more than a game. It represents so much of, I I think real life, you know, and especially when, you know, some of the teammate teammate members and stuff like, like you do, Tom, like you do, Ken. Yes. And that helped. Now I was going to say earlier is, is in 92 or I believe it was that my friend Mel, you guys know Mel, he'd have, that was back before NIL, before all these things, all the rules and he'd have the team over for meals so I got to meet a lot of the teams. I got to know Mike Verdon and Dave Tinkstead real well, the quarterback and fullback. Uh-huh. And they, lo and behold, they started to come to our church. And so they were in our church for many, many years. Yeah. And still, 
great friends of uh, Mike is still in the church after all these years, and Dave moved to Washington. But uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah. speaking about great games, uh, in a couple hours or a few hours from right now, uh, Boise State's going to be taking on a Washington, and an upset would be absolutely huge. It would probably pop us into the top 25. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. I mean, the chances are, you know, the odds makers were 15-point underdogs, but – you you're know? telling me there's a chance. Yeah, you're right. telling me there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got it. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, you mentioned Mike Verdon. I know we want to talk about the season and the team, but I, it, I remember you think about you know the rivalry between the Vandals and Boise State all those years. You know, which is not yep. much of it at all now. But I remember in 1990 that triple overtime loss that Boise oh, yeah. State had to Reno in yep. Reno. Yep, it was in the semifinals of the one double A playoffs. Mike Verdon was a quarterback starter yep. there, and uh, the interesting thing about that, and, and Coach Skip Hall was the you know head coach then, mm-hmm. and and I think that might have been Jim Zorn's first year as the quarterback mm-hmm. coach here. But think about it: if if they had beaten Re- Nevada, Reno, then they would have been in the finals for the one AA playoffs. And Idaho at the same time was playing Georgia Southern down in Georgia, and they lost in the other semi. But imagine if Boise State and Idaho would have won oh, those yeah. two semifinals. This state would have gone bonkers. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Verdon is so competitive, and he's a very, very close friend of mine. In fact, they were at my 35th anniversary at the church this last last week. But Mike asked me to be the stadium announcer for Meridian High Football when he was That's a coach. That's right. You did and that I, for several years. I did that years. for nine, year, nine years, and it was there when he won the undefeated state championship. So that was a highlight. Yeah. As a coach, Mike yeah. is a great coach. Yeah, there's a lot of coaches, a lot of former players, you know, have gone on to to coach both at the high school and college level. And, you know, we've got, we've got former player, Boise State players on our staff here at Boise State and mm-hmm. former players on the Washington yeah, staff, right, Dave? Wa- yep, yep. Yeah, probably one of the the big ones was uh, Scott Huff. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was a great player for us and coached here for a number of years and yeah. then uh, then went with Coach Pete up at Washington, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where, uh, and Lee Marks as well, yeah, right? the running, yeah, back, running coach. back coach. So yeah. yeah, be some familiar faces, uh, on the opposition. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you one thing, we got some good Christian kids on that team. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. And yeah. I thank Mark Thornton for all the yeah. work that he has done with that, yeah. with that team. It's, it's amazing. But I had three of them speak at church here about, Two months ago, I had uh, Austin Bolt, who goes to our church, right. and who's had a lot of issues with his leg, but I think he'll be back, and I think you'll know that name at, by the end of this season pretty well. I believe that. And then C.J. Tiller, the backup quarterback, what a testimony. Unbelievable. This guy. He's the Texas. Yes, and he is. No, yeah. I, I think California. Okay. But okay. he is. his testimony is dynamic. If you ever get a chance to have him on, he is amazing. Great. Then I had George Shalani with us, mm. and George shared too, and his love for the Lord. And but they have a whole bunch on their team that just really love the Lord. So that, that, that's awesome. And they have uh. a coaching staff that you know Avalos, you know, is a Christian. Danielson. Danielson's a great yeah. Christian guy, mm. and yeah. and of course our athletic director is terrific. Yeah. Loves God dearly. When I was at I was at a coach's thing with them about a week ago, and I was just looking around the room and seeing. Man, there's so many of those coaches that are, are believers, mm. and how exciting is that? Yeah. Man, yeah. Well, hey, where we want to start, guys? We uh, we got the game today, later today, in Seattle. Yep. Want to talk about the matchup here? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Let's do it. Go, yeah. David. You. Oh, yeah. Give us insight. Well, <laughs> the, yeah. Well, 
you know, I didn't see I didn't see Washington play that much last year, but you know, coming off eleven win season, offense averaging about forty points a game, you know, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a big challenge for our defense. You know, you have three receivers who are NFL caliber receivers for Washington. They're pretty high on them, aren't they? Pretty high on them. Yeah. Uh, really high on the quarterback. You know, we're, it's going to be a big challenge. Um, yeah. And we've got a, a we've, we, and our, a, some of our dis- defensive secondary is now in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've got some new players, some great players. But. Some great players, but, you know, going into a hostile environment, first game of the season, you know, you don't really know what, what to expect, but, you know, you trust that our coaches are getting our players ready. And, you know, I think it'll be an interesting matchup. I think offensively, I, I, you know, again, I think Washington's more known for their offense than they are for their defense. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if we can, you know, Taylor Green with a year under his belt, you know, new uh, new offensive coordinator in, in Bush Hamden, you know. That's be exciting inter- for that's Bronco exciting. fans. That's yeah. exciting. I think that's exciting to, uh, yeah. you know, welcoming him back and seeing what he can do mm-hmm. uh, with, with Taylor in the offense. And, you know, I think we have, you know, I think, Two, probably three, really good running backs. Who, oh yeah, who are, who's I think and hopefully takes some of the pressure off of Talon. You know, again, yeah, I think if we can establish a run game, keep mm-hmm. Washington's offense off the field. Yeah, you know, I think that that could really bode well for us. Well, along with Helani and Genty, uh, they're bringing. I believe his name is Jambres Dubar. Yeah, the, the uh, freshman out of. Texas, who's playing, going to play, and they say he is the real deal. He's everything he was touted to be. He's yeah. a big kid too. He's you, tall, right? Yeah, he's two hundred eleven pounds. And you go that with with Helani and, and Genty. I mean, that's just crazy depth. And even the kid from Napa Crow played mm-hmm. has played great every yeah. time he gets in there. Yeah, he runs so, hard. So we yeah. got a great. The question is: Is the offensive line because they're young? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to hold and open up those holes to make this thing go? And I think they will because. The other teams would be concentrating on Taylor Green. Yeah, you know they can't let their eyes off him, or he'll be gone. Yeah. The two practices I watched this year, and he was as smooth as silk. I'm mm-hmm. telling you what, fast, smooth. He's going to score some long touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Again, <laughs> in those situations, and he throws the ball on it right with the rifle. Yeah. And so it's, uh, yeah, our offensive, especially in our backfield, and our two backup quarterbacks, too, Mad Dog and then Tiller, are both. Uh, tremendous. I think mm-hmm. we got three top tier quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But the question, I think, of the team really offensive defensive lines. I think that's going to be the yeah. That's my idea. Yeah, I totally agree with you about the quarterbacks too. Yeah, you know, I, I remember watching Madsen in that spring game. Oh yeah, we watched that together yeah. back in the spring. And that man, he he uh, he's good. Did really well. He looks he's good. good. Yeah, yeah. And he runs some too, doesn't he? Yep. So yep. does so does Taylor. They all three. Wow. They all three in that realm. Well, that's good. It, it, you know, we're versatile at that position, mm-hmm. and uh, we just got to keep them healthy. So, and like oh, you that's said, the, it. healthy the, the O line. So, I think one thing that you know we're talking about Washington's receivers. You know, we have, we've got a lot of experience at receiver uh, as well. You know, we've Trent got Cobbs, we've got Cobbs, and we've got Bowens, who are, are both six year guys. Behind them, we've got a little inexperience, but Eric McAllister, man. He, he had a great year. He had a great year yeah. last year. One of those years that that you think as a okay, freshman last as year. a freshman yeah. saying okay, boy, he really he really stood out, especially that last half of the season. 
So you think, okay, we've we've got some weapons too. We've got some experience there too. Riley Smith, another guy who's been around for a long time. Well, and Prince, I mean, Prince is 6'5". Yep. He's he, a backup receiver. He, he looks a lot like Halen Green. He I, does. They're as tall. I watch him practice, they look, they look yeah, alike. They're, they're fast. And fast. He looks like an they're incredible stride. athlete. Yeah. yeah, he looks very athletic. So. so I think you're right, David. I mean, we've got some potential excitement with the wide receivers. Yeah. Um, and, and and I think it comes back to our run game and and like you said like our our offensive line if our offensive line can you know protect quarterback and and create some running lanes for our running backs and yeah. you know even if we can win points. a shootout you know yeah, yeah. you know it's, uh, you know I, I think it'll come down to you know beyond that to you know kind of comes down to the turnovers you know how yep. many how many errors are we going to make you know or, or are we going to force some turnovers. You know that always plays in big in, in big games too. So yeah. hopefully we win the turnover battle. Hopefully we play uh, solid defense and you know execute on offense. Yeah. Well, you, it should yeah, be fun you, though. You mentioned turnovers, and I, I heard uh, was it yesterday that I think they got nearly almost seventy thousand, sixty eight thousand tickets out or something is what they're talking. I think it holds seventy five there. Well, then how many are Washington bringing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. Well, hey, so we talked a lot about offense. Any anything stand out for you with our our defensive side of the ball? Well, our linebacker, Shram, yeah, I mean, phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Had a phenomenal spring game. He looks great in practice. Yep, it's a no brainer that he's going to be awesome. The other guys, I, they're all yeah. Decent. Washington, we got Washington yeah, back. On, Washington's on, back um, on the edge. Yeah, you got some big guys in there. Gums, um, gums, yeah. gums yeah. there in the in the middle. Oh, you know, yeah. he's he's, he's six one three oh six. His backup is uh, Newton at six three three twenty. Well, they were talking about Newton uh, earlier. Boys. They thought Newton's going to be just a huge standout. So I was kind of surprised that he's not even starting. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, those guys will probably get you know plenty, a lot of playing, a, time, a lot of playing yeah. time. You know what um, his nickname is? Fig. Fig. <laughs> no, just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, another guy who came on um, at the end of the last year, uh, Andrew Simpson. Mm-hmm. Yep. He he uh, at at linebacker. He had a really good. He sure it, did. Yeah. He impressed yeah. me as well. So you know, I think you know if we can again, you have some of these guys that are that are coming up that we who we don't know. That's what I always yeah. get excited about is who are the players that we don't yeah. know or that are going to really come out and and have a standout year. And, and you know, there's going to be a few of those guys. Yeah. Well, with Markel Reed, you know, Tubner and Robinson, I mean, I'm, you know, those guys got some good playing time last year, yeah. you know, because some of those, some of our starters last year were, were injured. And these guys off, obviously started too. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, we got a great kicker. Yeah. Dalmas, one of the best in the nation. Man, yeah. his percentage is so, out of the sky. Well, that, that comes, that bodes well for, uh, if, if we're in a close game. Yeah. You know, having a good kicker is, 88 or 80 something priceless well we're i know you guys are excited about watching this game today as well as i am and uh but one game doesn't make a season and uh so let's let's kind of look at our the rest of the season sound good yeah look at the schedule yep we're hosting central florida right which Mm -hmm. is kind of a rematch from a couple years back right and uh yeah you guys excited about that game that's that's on september 9th home game they're fast really really fast well, they, you know, in Florida, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to have some players. Oh, yeah. You know, they're going to have a lot of talent. They're going to be fast. They're going to be. Yeah. And they're going to the Big 12, right? Yep. They're yeah. in the this year. This is, yeah. yeah, this year. 
That's exciting. And then uh, we also, the next week, host North University of North Dakota. Which is a great team in the Division too. I mean, yep. I mean, they're a 1AA or whatever it is. Yeah. And they're, yeah, 1AA. FBS, they are, right? Yeah, FBS. Oh, no, F- FCS. FCS. Yeah. And they are, they're an outstanding team. Yeah. So they'll, they'll be, and they'll be hungry. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes, they will. That'll be good. We don't want to overlook them. And then, then we go to San Diego. San Diego. Supposedly yep. a down month. year for them. I'm kind of hoping. You know, San Diego State, though, they always, always seem to have, you know, they've got a, a, a tough defense, yeah. which is going to keep them in most games, yeah. you know. And they run the ball really well. They, they, they run, run the ball. Run they usually have a, a really good running back, you know, stout lines. I always think of San Diego, it just, there's one, they're a tough out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then they occasionally pass, but when they do, they seem pretty efficient with it. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's not something that they typically do a lot, so... Yeah, you know, Brady Hoke's done a good job down there. Great so. coach. Yeah, and yeah. then we go to Memphis the week after that, September thirtieth. Yeah, and uh, man, Memphis tough team, right, Tom? Yeah, we'll be we'll be underdogs, barring unless we all of a sudden win these first four games, but we'll certainly be underdogs over there because they are tough. Again, very very fast, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and playing in their home field certainly have a huge advantage. But that's what we need to play the big ones if we're going to play the big one. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to host San Jose State, which they, you know they're much better than they they've been oh, in the past. And, they play and, great with USC the first half, yeah, like twenty one fourteen, and yeah. they're uh, they're a good team. Yeah. Well, last time we played them, they they beat us. Yep, they did. They yeah. earned it. And then we go to Colorado State, Fort Collins. I know they're uh, they're trying to get that program. Yeah, go on again. Last year was kind of the first year with um, the new coach and mm-hmm. from uh, Nevada, Nor- Norvell. Yeah, right? Jay yeah. Norvell, Norvell. From, who was at Nevada. Yeah, um, you know they'll probably be better this year than they than they were last year. Yep. And then uh, the, the round out in November, we've got a bye week there, the third week, and then Wyoming comes to town, who's always tough. Always tough. They're a tough yeah. out. And uh, love the FCA guy over there, uh, our staff guy over there, Aaron Frude. Does a great job with the University of Wyoming and with all the sports and, and the high schools there. And then also, um, then we go to Fresno. It's supposed to be a big game, right? It's always tough. November 4th always at tough. Fresno. Might be going to that. And uh, that would be fun. That would yeah. be a fun game to go to. Yeah. We've got a tough road schedule. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah. Our road schedule yeah. is yeah. tough. It is a tough road schedule. Yeah. And then hosting New Mexico the week after. And then, like you said, then we go on the back on the road. <laughs> To Logan at uh, Utah State before Thanksgiving there Utah State and then we get Air Force at home. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. Air Force right. is supposed to be great. Yeah, they're supposed to be really good again. Yeah, yeah. So, Calhoun, he just he's he just unbelievable. Is, uh, well, we're gonna have to earn tough. it. We're gonna yeah. have to earn our yeah. right. I mean, that's all yeah. the way. The passage is going to be big this year. Our schedule is pretty rough. Yeah, so it'd be it'd be really fun to see how the guys respond and Coach Avalos and how he. Helps mentor these coaches and these athletes and yeah. excited. Well, yeah. we're so spoiled in Boise because we've had great yeah. teams so many yeah. years. Yeah. We're yeah. very spoiled. So if we even have a mediocre year, people yeah. are eight or like nine win the, season. They're in the yeah. dumps. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we go eight and four, people are. Oh, yeah. man. But yeah. that, I mean, that could be a reality, you know. I mean, yes. Oh, I mean, it sure eight, could. Eight and four sure season. Could. And I, I mean, that's successful. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, yeah. To have a winning winning season in a bowl game. I mean most most programs would uh would love to have that. Yeah, they'd love yeah. to be in that position, yeah. wouldn't they be? Yeah. 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 But we're always swinging for the fences, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. But. Well, any more thoughts, Tom, as we wrap things up today here on Heart of the Athlete? 
No, I'm just I'm just thankful. Like I said, we have so many Christians on our team that love the Lord and yeah. and that we can cheer Boise State on and because they sure those guys that go out and speak in the community are sure making a difference because a lot of yeah. kids they're you know look up to them and to yeah. know that they love the Lord that yeah. is big. But yeah. I think Boise State I think it's up in the air. I couldn't even predict hardly this year what's going to happen. I think we'll know the first uh, two games what things might look like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we'll know a lot because we're playing two really, yep. real high quality teams. <laughs> yeah. So, and then round out that month with Memphis and San Diego State. I mean, sheesh, <laughs> it's a tough month. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm t- tired thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, man, it's been fun to have you here on Heart of the Athlete. Yeah, and, great uh, being here. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You